Today, we are in an airport. No, 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 we're in a train station. Norman, we are in a field. We're all over the place today. We're gonna to talk about sound design today on Two Real Guys. Hi, I'm Norman Holland. And I'm Larry Jordan. And welcome to The Two Real Guys. Norman, sound really speaks to the imagination. Well, sound design isn't the same as sound effects. Sound effects and music are part of the sound design, but sound design is the entire environment. Right? Sound effects are individual elements inside that environment. That's really an important point, because many times we focus on dropping in an individual effect, but just as you create a, an illustration inside Photoshop by layering one image on top of another, we create layers of sound to indicate all the different elements of an environment that go together. Right, so you can use production design, as we've talked about, to put your characters into a very specific world. In much the same way, sound is going to transport your viewer into the story you want to tell. You can create an environment for the ears in the same way that production design works for the eyes. Sound covers things that are both inside the frame and outside the frame. It establishes the credibility of your, of your shot. For instance, if you have a sword fight and you can't hear the swords clanging together, nobody's going to believe it's a real fight. As soon as you start to add that clanging of swords, wow, people say, wow, what a great sword fight that is. Mm -hmm. So you want to communicate that kind of thing to the person who's designing your sound whether that's you or someone else. Now, in music, you talked about creating a spotting session. Does that mean that you would do a spotting session for audio as well? Exactly. I take the final film and I look at it top to bottom with whoever is going to supervise my sound design. Uh, so we're going to figure out exactly the types of sounds and the placements of sounds. So for that reason, uh, I call them adjective sessions as well. Now this speaks to something that we talked about earlier, which is the lean forward moment. Mm -hmm. Just as you use music to emphasize as something changes, we're using sound to build credibility, to establish the environment, and to continue advancing the story. Mm -hmm. Now how many times in horror movies have you been moseying along in terms of a scene and then all of a sudden you hear a creak? Or the wind changes? That is thunder. absolute thunder. Thunder's a big one. Thunder is a big one. <laughs> Distant dog barking is another big one. So these are the types of things that you talk about. What sort of sounds create this world and um, where they should exist in the scene? Do you want a police siren? If so, where are the good places for it, right? You're going to be setting up much more than location. You're going to be setting up the character and the story of that scene. Well, let me give you an example. A few episodes ago, we had our three actors, the two real players, were at a restaurant, and we were using it to discuss color and how we would use color to tell the story. Well, let's go back to that exact same scene and, and show how we can use that scene to establish a sound environment. Mm -hmm. For instance, let's say that our three actors are meeting at the restaurant, and there they are. This and is let's say that we want to say that it's an indoor restaurant. Obviously here, uh, hushed sounds of China and silver clanking together. You keep your promises and love just as well as you have exceeded all promises. 
that doesn't give it enough reality. It doesn't. It's it isn't full. It isn't. It yeah. isn't. Yes. Because you know that's not what a restaurant sounds like. It's not just plates. Right. So you need to add another layer, and one of those might be what we call walla. Walla is a technical term that means an environment of sound, sort of generic noises that relate to a particular location. Yeah, very typically that's people talking uh, without any definition. So it's not dialogue in the movie, it's actually people talking around our main characters. Shall we go, cuz? Uh, fare ye well, fair gentlemen. I cannot say I thank you. You have left me speechless. All I have left is amazement. I am done in. Well, let's build on this. Now that we've got the indoor restaurant, let's take it from inside to outside. Yeah, let, let's, let's move that same group of people, the same three, and put them in an outdoor cafe. So what would we hear? Well, we could hear the same plates clinking, uh, maybe even the same walla. Uh, but now we're going to start to add things. We'll add traffic noises. Uh, there may be something going on a block Andrew, or two over. Uh, some distant traffic me. as well as specific cars that go by. So it's going to feel different and we'll certainly mix it differently. Sir, you have finally gotten what you deserve. If you keep your promises and love just as well as you have exceeded all promises. All right, well, let's give ourselves a third challenge. We've got our restaurant. Mm -hmm. We've got our restaurant noises. We've got our our outdoor noises. Cafe, right. Yeah, let's now take it and put it into a sports stadium. There's going to be some differences there, right? We may hear the same plates clinking. Uh, we may hear some traffic or some distant noises, but now we're also going to hear a crowd cheering in the background because we're inside a sports stadium. That will give that reality. In every case, we start and we build layers and layers of sound to get the illusion of the environment that we want. Mm -hmm. Shall we go, Fare ye well, fair gentlemen. I cannot say I thank you. You have left me speechless. All I have left is amazement. I am done in. We've heard three different versions of our restaurant. Which one of these is correct? <laughs> well, we keep coming back to this question all the time, no matter what piece of the filmmaking puzzle we're talking about. Which one is correct? And it will come as no surprise to you that it depends upon the story you want to tell. We've analyzed this from the point of view of taking a look at a scene, but sometimes, just as we need to train our eyes to see, we need to train our ears to hear. Do you have an exercise that we could use that would help us to hear the kind of sounds we need to put into our environments? Mm -hmm. I do, actually. This is a great exercise that a professor at USC uses. His name is Tom Holman. He's the TH in THX. And he gives this assignment to his students where he has them take a pad of paper and a pen, nothing else, and just go outside and listen. So what do you hear? And you write those things down. Then after you've written them down, there may be a bicycle driving by, a bird chirping, someone talking right nearby you. Then listen again and write some more. Oh, I hear a distant fountain now. Uh, there's some wind. Then you listen some more and then some more and some more. And you begin to hear that it's the layers of effects that make up the entire sound picture, uh, whether it's dialogue, foley, which is body movement, uh, hard effects, that bicycle bell, the airplane overhead, uh, as well as general backgrounds. All of them together make up the one full sound that we hear. And we take those layers and we build them one on top of the other to craft the emotional environment of sound that drives our story forward. 
We'll be back with a tip right after this. You never know how sound design is going to be influenced by your music, so don't forget to try the both of them together before making final decisions on your soundtrack. Sound really speaks to the imagination. So regardless of your budget, you can use your sound design to get into your audience's imagination to help them understand the world of your story. My name is Larry Jordan. His name is Norman Holland. And thanks for watching The Two Real Guys. Thank you.